I'm downloading that right now because that's really, really good where I feel that that's the key and that's where people are stuck, where changing that, shifting that mindset and shifting where for you, for a better quality of life, for just it's okay to like want to make more money. It's okay to want to create more and and be more like it's okay. Yeah. Whatever, however it fits for you. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. I love it. Going live. What is up, hey gals and my fellas? Welcome back to the Get Up Girl podcast. Oh, we're gonna have fun with money. Who's ready to have fun with money? I am here with. Pinky Maganya. She is one of my good girls. Gosh, maybe not so good, but like good in a fun, you know what I mean? You bad in a fun way. I have known Pinky, gosh, how long, girl? I don't know, five plus years? Anyway, enough, right? And Pinky is one of those people that, you know, when you meet, at least for myself and my own experience, the moment I met her within the first 30 seconds, I knew there was something special. She was a unicorn. She had an energy that I wanted to be around. And she is one of those girls that has your back. And she's always, you know, there to give whatever she can. So welcome Pinky to the Get Up Girl podcast. Finally have you here. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. I love this. Thank you for 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 also I'm I'm just grateful that we met and just our journey has been amazing. And this right here, technology 2021 is so it's amazing. I love it. Our love journey it. has been fun. Woo! And to think like 20 years ago that I would be talking to somebody in a video. We thought that was gonna be like back to the future movie. And now, girl, look at us. <laughs> in a pandemic with a video and i I, okay anybody else side note who remembers watching back to the future 2 and the biggest thing i was like i don't want people to call me on the phone because i don't what if i'm like in the bathroom or something but now we have the choice girl to like not answer anyway let's jump in because you are i a okay let's say it again joanna you're a financial success coach And what you do is you help individuals, especially individuals that were brought up and have different cultural beliefs and uh, about money that because we were taught all the wrong things, work hard, uh, save, et cetera. And why are the rich getting richer? Because they know stuff that we don't know. And look, Pinky, we've all heard that the rich know things that we don't know. Yeah. And we're going, yeah, but we still don't know it. And can you talk to us like I'm five years old? Cause you're talking to me like I have a master's degree in financial planning and I don't, I don't know what this means. And so jumping into that pinky after coaching so many people with money, have you noticed that in certain cultures, certain beliefs that come up? And if so, what are those? All the time. 
And I see it and it, it's it's so deep rooted into our culture um, with with money and how we think our relationship with money and how we grew up with money, realizing, wow, all these thoughts, all these processes and the mindset of money came from our family passing it along. So when I sit down with somebody, I can tell right away what their money mindset is or how they grew up thinking about money. There's certain people that are just very open and they're like, yes, help me. Here's all my information. This sounds great. It's a no brainer. And then there's the other side of the spectrum where people kind of, it's almost too good to be true. It's they're skeptical. Like somebody like my dad, he would say, he's like, we're skeptical as Latinos and we're always embarrassed or too afraid to ask what this lingo means or what certain things mean in the financial world. And we think this is something for you got to be a genius or somebody on Wall Street to figure these things out. Pinky, you've noticed in the Latin community and the culture that they're embarrassed to ask, like, what does ROI mean? What does, you know, APR mean? Right. Mm -hmm. I I was how old before I found out what APR meant. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're like, raise your hand. Now I'm older and I'm more wise that I'll raise my hand and go, what the heck does that mean? So what have you noticed uh, things that they're embarrassed to share or ask? What are some of the the little things that you noticed? Um, So certain things like a lot of people, most people don't have even a savings. I mean, mm-hmm. people under 60s maybe have, if they're lucky, a grand in their savings account. So really they're just kind of afraid like, is showing their spending habits and things like that. But once like we sit down together, I help them relax and where they're just like, wow, Pinky, like you're, you're not being judgmental and you're simplifying it where I understand it. Mm-hmm. And that's like, for me, that just, it's amazing because now I can reach so many more people. They're not afraid of just going to a person that's just going to say, here you go here's a strategy and off you go, as opposed to like, no, let me hold your hand. Let me walk you through it. That way you can be your own, pretty much your own financial house manager for your household, for your family. Once somebody learns a strategy, all you have to do is pass it along to the next generation. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing that you're really good at, your zone of genius, Pinky, is being Yoda and allowing your client to be Luke Skywalker. But what I think what has happened in the past is that at me personally and anybody else out there, I think this doesn't work anymore, especially in 2021, is when we're told what to do, what to feel, we don't like that. And that's my experience. But like, you should do this, you should do that. And you're getting the finger pointed. And rather than lifting someone someone else up, like you just said, coach, right? You're the coach, you're going to coach them there. And so I think of you as Yoda as you're guiding them rather than I'm going to fight you. I'm going to tell you what to do. I am the Jedi. No, no, no. Allow people or lift them up so that they're their own Jedi for their money. You know, Mm -hmm. and I I think sharing numbers, let's even talk about females. I've been in female business groups and male dominated groups and the male dominated groups. And let's just get real. You know, again, this was my experience. They talk about money like it's the time of day, like it's talking about the blue sky. It's no big deal. And when I've been in female dominated groups to ask about or we don't even talk money. Let's start there. And the next (laughs) thing is, you know, so everybody's 
owning a business and nobody knows if they're making more. We have no idea what the numbers are. And then if we were to ask and go, okay, share your financials from last month, did you outcreate yourself? And here's what happens, Pinky, and jump in if you think any different. They will give the whole story. Women will give the whole, here's the preface of what I made last week. And it's like, who cares if you, if you made $200, you made $200,000. What's the number? And men, I just see, they just roll off the number like no big deal. So what have you noticed about that? I, and you know what? I, as females, as women, we, we put emotion into it. And we there have to go. realize that yeah. money has no emotion. No, girl, I don't care. Money it doesn't matter. Put it to work. It's a tool. It's a soldier. Girl. Put her to work 24 yes. seven. She's not going to care where one if you feed her, don't feed her. And that's how men think. They're just like, it's money. Like money is it. Yeah. That's it, girl. That is it. We put to emotion. We, we're, we're like making love to the money. And we're like, it's this whole relationship and it's a Valentine's day. It's like, and the money's like, I don't care. You're so right, men. That's why it's like the time of day. There's no emotion to it. Because I'm not going to ask you, Pinky, what time is it? And you give me this whole grand story because you're in love with time. I'm in love with time. Let me tell you, it's 6.30. But last week when it was 6.30, I felt this way. And it's like, just tell me the damn time, girl. You're, that's it. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are most of your clients that you coach, are they female or, or men? Do you feel a different that, that they, who connects with you? Uh, they're mostly, I've been attracting mostly female. Um, I do have a couple of gentlemen in there and a lot of them have never sat down with anybody. Mm. So it's, it's their first time. First, and any time yeah. that I ask them, why haven't you sat down with anybody? Because I'm embarrassed or I was scared. I felt that it was going to be overwhelming. Yeah. And then once we sit down together, just, just like this felt easy. Yeah. And 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 they're just really excited and happy about it. Like, wow, I understand it. This feels easy. This feels doable. And now it's just like they have that peace of mind. Like, wow, I can really plan out my future. And uh, also a lot of things that most of us don't think about. We don't think about we have no idea how much we need for the future. And a lot of people think more people are worried. The number one fear right now is running out of money. Number two is death. So people are afraid to live too long. Mm. So if you live too long, how much do you need for 20 years? We don't even know how to do that simple math because nobody's taught us that. So we show like, hey, this is your financial independence number. People have never heard of a financial independence number. They're like, what is that? It's like, we know our social security number. We know our DMV number, our checking account number, our financial independence number. What's that money bag that you're going to need in the future when you retire, say at 65? Pinky, I'm just, I want to make sure that people that are listening understand financial independence number. That means how much money you're going to need until the last breath you take. Is that what that is? Yep. Okay. Yep. So let's say that, you know, usually the age is 65. Let's say we're 65 to 85. How much do you want coming in every month into your household? If what you're doing right now to even just keep the lifestyle that you have right now, people have no idea how much that is. Yeah. And when they, it's, it, it will blow your mind and you're just like, whoa. But then we bring it back. Like, it's okay. We got you. We can help you get there because now we're teaching 
wealth accumulation strategies that Fortune 500 companies use, small businesses, members of Congress, they've been using these things for decades. So it's just really first comes the shock of the financial independence number and then comes like, hey, there's a solution. Yeah, changing the legacy for our family, our generations. Yeah, for and not even for someone as myself that doesn't have kids. Um, legacy for people whom are around me, right? Legacy for just my sister or things of that nature, right? Uh, Pinky, this is the get up girl, right? All about getting back up. What are some of the stories or can you name anything that you've seen a client or even yourself get up after financial hardship? Like story, like client stories? Yeah, like how did they get back up? Or maybe somebody lost everything or they had no idea and then turned it around. And how did they do that? Well, we had a client. Uh, this is one of my other business partner's clients that she he met her about 12 years ago. Uh, she was 37 years old, a single mom, uh, made about 80 grand a year, no savings account, no life insurance, nothing hmm. set for her. He helped her with a strategy. And now 12 years later, she has half a million. Mm -hmm. She's already pulled out money to renovate her house. So it's a, a complete from I'm 37 years old. I have nothing set for myself to now 12 years later. You're, there's peace of mind. And now she's going to transfer that wealth to, to her son. Yeah. Um, you know, I can with my parents. Nobody ever talked to them about this information. Nobody ever told them these things. And so I know if they would have known these things, they would have set things up, a legacy of us. Yeah. My parents would have a completely different lifestyle if they knew about this. Till this day, nobody has come to my father or my mother and tell them, hey, these are some strategies that you can use for retirement. Mm -hmm. And my parents are 68 years old. I, you know, when I was getting licensed for this, I got a phone call from my dad saying, hey, I just got laid off mm -hmm. after working a job for 20 years, no pension plan, no 401k, nothing set for himself. And that crushed me. And, um, and for me, he's been working, so he's such a hard worker, but that's the thing. You can't pass an on a job to, to your kid, mm -hmm. but you can pass on an asset. So if we would have known these things. Now my father has something set that he's going to leave behind for us. And now he feels so good about it because like, I'm going to leave something. Mm -hmm. And it makes a world of difference. And that's the thing when people think financial intelligence is about making money. Make, it's not. It's really about not about how much you make, but how much you keep how much, how hard you make that money work for you and how many generations you keep it. Mm -hmm. And these things are what the wealthy people are doing. Why is it that they get richer in each generation that passes? And as in our communities, we go deeper into debt. Yeah. I just heard on a podcast that in all, like there's a research out there that most generations only will outcreate their family no more than 10%. So every family member or next generation will only do 10% better, generally speaking, right? Mm -hmm. So how many lifetimes would it take? How many generations would it take to outcreate? You know, 50% would take five, five lifetimes. Right? Yeah. Rather than can you outcreate 100% from your family? I just wonder, yeah. you know, it's such a great open question. I remember asking or hearing this question, Pinky, and I wonder what it is for you. What's your first 
financial memory. Oof. I know, isn't that a great one? Well, as you're thinking, I'm going to jump in. I'll tell you mine, and maybe it'll prompt something. But I remember getting money from my parents, like, a you know, make your bed. I had a little, there was a little sheet, like a little scorecard. If you make your bed, you make, you get 25 cents. If you do this, you know, if you vacuum, you get 50 cents. And it was up to us to create our own financial reality. You want money to go to the liquor store? Well, then you will earn it like a little job. So I would make my money. And I remember walking to the liquor store and paying for whatever I'm going to buy. And what I remember is that I got to spend it all. I don't know where I got that though, Pinky, but it was like, I got to spend it all. And then there were people in my family like, oh, I'm going to spend half and then save the other half. I never had that. I never had the save. Don't know where I got that. And next thing, Pinky, I remember uh, most of my friends in younger kindergarten, elementary were not as affluent as my parents, but we were not affluent, but we were more than they were. So they used to call us the Brady Bunch family. They called us rich. So Pinky, I grew up thinking I was rich, you know? So I was just like, Ooh, I got money. I got money until my parents were like, uh, we don't have that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I've always had this steak palette on a hamburger budget that my family would say, but I believed them. And it was like, oh, so I believed I was rich. With that, what comes up for you? What are some memories? It was always about how much does it cost? Oh, okay. Everything. Good. How much does it cost? Yep. You're at, we have a beautiful dinner. Everybody had a good time. It was paid for. How much was it? Oh, and looking at each time the, the receipt and itemized and like the, en the energy behind it, Pinky, was kind of like stressful. Is that what it Very, was? Yeah, it was stressful or even clothes. Even if for me, I thought a shirt for, you know, it, well, more than $15, that's you, you going wild. That's crazy. And I would get like, how much did it cost? Oh. $38. And the first thing is we would look at receipts. Or, or the tags, the price tag. First thing. $30. Oh, no. Put it back. $5.99. Okay, cool. So it was that. It was always how there much. Was a threshold. There was a limit. Okay. And how much did you spend? And was it worth it? And so I started, I realized that that's been really imprinted in me, yeah. as well as that rich people are evil. Ooh, let's talk about that. Pinky. Okay. I'm going to jump in here, girl, because this one is dear to my heart. And I've been talking about this lately. And I really hope somebody, if one person hears it the way I heard it, because it changed my life. Pinky, grow up, growing up, you believed rich people were evil. Growing up or even now, well, maybe now, but let's go before. Did you ever know a rich person personally? Hang out with them, have dinner. Isn't that interesting? But we thought this and why? Because of cartoons and movies, etc. And now as I'm older and I'm in all these business groups, I know a lot of rich people. When I say rich, maybe 10 million or plus. Okay. Cause everybody has a different rich mm -hmm. 10 million plus hundred million. And they are the nicest, most giving, generally speaking, in my experience, people, but I never had the contrast pinky until I met them. And I'm like, oh my God, I've always thought that rich people were greedy. What a sack of lies. What BS. So now when I have friends, Pinky, when they think, well, I don't know, we shouldn't charge this, et cetera, I'll, I'll ask them, do you have any rich friends? Like out of the blue. And they're like, no, why? 
because there's this belief. So what was yours, Pinky? Because I wanted to just, that was on my heart, girl. They were mean. They were greedy. You're a sellout if you make too much money. Uh, everything, the uh, and now I've been in my circle, in my world, um, interacting personally, having lunch with these people that are make $100,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And they're the most, you wouldn't be able to tell they're the most humble, <laughs> n- nice, giving, they have like orphanages. <laughs> yes, and just charity. Give back and, and they don't have fancy anything. Like as more where we're more broke and we're like, <laughs> we, we got the Louis Vuitton shoes and our fancy, like, and they're <laughs> like, like so that really, and in their mindset, the way they think, just really just having conversations with them and that they really want to help other people or they really want to, they'll, they're willing to sit down and have lunch with me and, and give me guidance. Are you kidding me? So that it, it's changed my world. And now mm-hmm. I see even a bigger contracts now that I'm in the world and then I see everything else. I'm like, oh my goodness, the, the poor mindset, money mindset that we have. There's a book called The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Yes, and at first, I, okay, go ahead. <laughs> that that book, I'm like, The Secrets of Millionaire Mind. I know people think, oh, I want to know like what the millionaires think, but it's about it's a mindset book. Yeah. And everything mm-hmm. that you read there, it resonated with me where I'm like, oh, my family does this. Oh, this is the way we think. Oh, we're always like, how much does it cost? How much this? As opposed to like, what's the investment? Yes. Uh-huh. Changing the words, changing the language. So now I don't flinch on whether it's investing for like personal development or buying a book or even an experience, it's not like, oh, how much does it cost? Or with restaurants, if I go to a fancy restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, if the food is good, it was an experience. Like, it, it's just not about, oh, how much did it cost? How much did you experience? How much did you enjoy? It? How much did it fulfill you? Mm-hmm. So that for me has been a real game changer because all my life, I really thought that rich people were evil and they weren't even approachable. <laughs> We're so cute. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all are cool. And, are really, right? if you're, and if you're a jerk, if you're douche-tastic, and then you become a millionaire, you're probably going to be a, a jerk. Or yeah. like, it's just going to enhance who you are. Yeah. But if you're a giving person, you and I know what we would do with, with all that. It's like money is a tool. Money it's, is a tool. That's all it is. Uh, That's it. I was listening to another podcast, you know, me and my podcast that I listened to. And she was talking about when we really think about it, Pinky, money was just created. It's a made up thing. It's made up because, you know, generations and generations and generations ago, we would trade things. I made candles and you were a carpenter. So I would walk to your house. Literally, you know, let's go. 100 BC. Hi, I have candles. Do you want to trade? And you could build my porch or whatever. And if they did not have something in order to trade Pinky, then they created money. We're like, well, let's create this thing called money. And then if you don't have something you can trade, then you could give the money instead. Mm-hmm. And it created, it started to take momentum. And it is what it is today, Pinky. Now all it is is a number. It's plastic. It is a chip in a card. If you really, th- it's just numbers 
in computers. All it is is a tool. We give it so much significance and so much validity of something that was made up. It's literally just made up. It's just a piece of paper and it money does not care. And it wants, all it is, is energy. Money is energy. Cause when we create something like the earth, there was the big bang theory. It was created, whatever you believe, whatever. And it was created from energy, right? Everything is energy. That's what money is, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. And like you said, it's the mindset because we're just working with energy. So I want to know what else you think about that because I want to, oh, let's get like real because if we just keep talking about money and we don't make it fun and like have these other conscious conversations, I think we're going to keep getting confused, Pinky. People say money isn't everything, but. But is it? You know what I mean? Is that, does that ring true? And for me, I'm like, okay, money isn't everything. You don't care about money, but you're stressed out about money. You're tossing and churning. So for me, that's where I'm like, okay, where, where's your mindset where you don't care about money? You don't think money is everything, but you're stressed out all your life. And it's not even about having a lot of money. It's about just having that peace of mind. If you get a flat tire, it's not financial ruin for you mm. over a flat tire, over a dead battery, over, you know, I had a a couple of months ago where I had to get a, a root canal and it was like two grand and it's just like you're in pain and you're just waiting it's like so all of that where we have to realize it's the tool to give you peace of mind what can that tool do for you having that tool that if you get a flat tire which you probably will get a flat tire tires don't last forever having that 400 bucks in your bank account to be like oh I have it and not ruin your entire month. So I think that's when people think, oh, money isn't everything. Well, it's kind of, for me personally, I think like now a higher priority because of what I can do with that money, the tools, it gives me more options. It gives me more opportunity. Um, and as well as also that mindset shift of we think we were raised of work really hard. Monday through Friday, 40 hours. My dad, I remember my dad telling me, he's like, keep doing what you're doing. I've been working 16 hour days for over 30 years and I'm still not rich. So he realized it's really, cause I learned you go to work if you're sick, if you're not like you go to work, you don't miss days of work. We never learned how to make our money work for us, work for us. It's interesting, Pinky, because when, you know, one of those, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, uh, you know, all those sayings, money isn't everything. That's another saying that doesn't ring true for me. You know, and I'm, I was I did a reel this morning on, on Instagram about what rings true for you, because what's true is light and what's heavy is false. Like there's a lie there. And like that doesn't ring true for me. So I wonder money is energy. So is energy everything. That's pretty much a lot. So I'm like, so is money everything? Yeah, I wonder. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, because if we say a, a saying and it feels icky, like, mm, it feels icky. And then what we do is like, we try to Kung Fu it away, you know? <laughs> and then either way, we're going to be broke at the end because we're like, oh no, money is not everything. And then you're like, wait, it kind of rings true for me. It doesn't, but I don't want to say that because then I'm going to look like I'm greedy, et cetera. Just like it gets bigger and bigger. So what, when I say that, what comes up for you? 
Oh, well, right now what came up to me is when you said uh, sometimes people think, who do you think you are of making so much money? That is also, I feel, uh, a culture thing. Mm. This has been in my world lately. Are you willing to outcreate so-and-so? Mm. So let's throw this in there. Are you willing to outcreate your mom? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to outcreate your father? Are you willing to outcreate your best friend? Are you willing to outcreate your neighbor? And outcreate Pinky doesn't mean that we're going to do better than they do. What it actually means is that are we willing to outcreate who they were willing to be to get that? And are we willing to be more of us in order to create more than what they created? This might be like kind of mind blowing, but this has been in my world. For example, you know, I love JLo. JLo's like my girl, right? So the question for me right now is, am I willing to outcreate JLo? Now, it doesn't mean, am I willing to make more money than she makes or et cetera? That doesn't mean that. What it means is, Joanna, are you willing to be more of Joanna than JLo is willing to be more of JLo? Yeah. Pinky. <laughs> a good one, girl. I mean, my, my, I just got like, woo, you know what I'm saying? That's good. Girl, I just got the goosebumps because when I say it out loud, it's like, damn. Because uh, JLo's JLo. And she's willing to outcreate herself. Am I willing to outcreate what she's created for herself? I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it goes back to that. Who do you think you are? You're like, exactly right. Ugh. Yeah. Ooh, man. I got like teary eyed because I got so much energy in that. That was so good. Like my spirit just woke up. Yeah. That it. And. <sighs> That's that it's really I'm 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 downloading that right now because that's really, really good where I feel that that's the key and that's where people are stuck, where changing that shifting that mindset and shifting where for you, for a better quality of life, for just it's okay to like wanna make more money, it's okay to wanna create more and and be more like it's okay. Yeah. Whatever, however it fits for you. We bought the lie, Pinky, that we are created by limitation. It's a lie. We bought it that everything's limited. How much is it? You know, everything that we it's said. It's good to be true. Ever since we were born, we bought this lie, lies of just that there's this is a limited universe and it's not. It's infinite. They don't even know how many planets are out there. It's infinite. And we're part of that, but we're bought the lie that we are so limited and small. So are you willing to outcreate what you did yesterday, what you did five minutes ago, what I did on my podcast last week? You know, it's like, and I don't know yet. I don't have, I don't have the awareness yet, Pinky, but that question has just been in my world and I want to share it and yell it from the rooftops. And that's creating, and that, that goes into like, are you willing to to do that, like to create your your financial plan? Are you willing to? What was the word that you used again? I just told I'll create. I'll create what you did. You don't have. Are you willing to outcreate what you haven't done and started a financial plan or start in people? Because people are like, oh, what financial plan? What is that? I yeah. 
And I like the word willing because it doesn't mean that you're not scared. Like I'm scared to sit down with Pinky. Absolutely. It's hella scary. And are you willing to do it? Yeah. I'm willing. No, I'm like this. All right, yeah. girl. Right? Yeah. And just like you ask the questions and it, it, it'll lead you. It'll lead you. But, um, oh my gosh, this is so great. Because I feel like these are the conversations we're not having. They're very pointy. They're very do this, you should. And that's why we're not doing anything. Because we're like being yelled at. Yeah. Know? Rather than opening up new possibilities. That's right there. The possibilities. That right there, people think it's like, no, we're not going to come in and say, here, do this, do that. But it's, let's take a look at the possibilities. That right there. Yes. That's another thing. I feel like consciousness on this planet, it's very black and white currently, which is unconsciousness. And conscious, it's just the possibility. Even if you shift it 1% pinky right after sitting with them, that's a different possibility. That's it. But do we feel like we have to go from A to Z? We're like, oh God, this is daunting. Yeah, that's, and I see their eyes light up when they see like, it's possible. Yeah, there you go. That's it, girl. Yes. Oh, this is not rocket science. Yep. And it's, it's a game changer. I mean, it's, it's, it's changed just the past couple of years for me where I'm just, now I see so many possibilities. I feel like I've broke that ceiling of that money mindset or, or like you say, like over, you know, create some, somebody else being me like, yeah. And I'm ex- so excited about it because it's like, now I'm just like, it's breaking that cycle. For me, I've been focused on breaking the cycle. And like you were saying earlier, how many generations it takes. It does take a few generations to break the cycle. So I have to start it now because it's going to take a few generations to start creating that legacy, that really that that transferring. And that way they can overcreate what I created. Yeah. My son oh. can... Yes, you can now create mom and dad. Yeah, and I want you to over like all day. I'll create me. Yeah, and I'm gonna give you those tools, and it's gonna be easier for him Mm -hmm. and creating that legacy. And there's so many. Oh my goodness, there was. We have another client that she unfortunately she got cancer. Um, she passed uh she she did pass away but one of her buckets her her goals is she wanted to open up a school and i believe in the philippines and uh she wanted to do it right before she passed that didn't happen so she passed away and with the legacy that she created for herself they took that money and they opened up a school for her how cool in is the Philippines that? with hundreds of kids? Wow. And then the company saw that they did that. The company matched that first school and opened school number two. Mm-hmm. So just the ripple effect of creating that for ourselves and what we can really do with that tool. Like for me, that was amazing. They have three schools open. Unfortunately, she, you know, did pass away, didn't get to see it, but she impacted so many other lives because she started applying these things. She started creating a financial plan for herself, a residual income for herself, and she's leaving a legacy. And like that, for me, new possibilities. What a possibility, because we would think 
limited. Well, she passed. She can't do this. That can't happen when you pass. You know what I mean? Now, the, the possibilities are like, oh, I couldn't even have imagined that. But after I passed, there would be three schools. That's, those are possibilities. Okay, well, last question, Pinky. This is so good. We will definitely have to do this again because I enjoy talking to you and having these money conscious conversations. How do you make money fun? What are you discovering with that? I love like when I start creating like different illustrations for people or different strategies and I see and I get so excited for them and I'm like, this is exciting. And just personalizing where somebody, if somebody said, you know what, I want to open up a yoga, yoga studio, that's my dream. I always ask in how many years? Oh, it's like seven years. Great. And then I see their part who start creating their, their strategy. And I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait to show her here. You, if you want to open a yoga studio, you can do it here at this year. Mm -hmm. Oh, if you want to buy a house or, you know, any goals and dreams that they give me. So I make it fun where I'm like, what is it that you want? Like, don't be afraid of the possibilities. We'll find a solution for it. We'll find a strategy where you can do that. So for me, that's that's the fun part, especially when people are they have so many dreams and they think it's not possible where they're like, well, I would love to, you know, open up a dance studio or I would love to, you know, one day buy a house or I want to retire my parents. And I'm like, oh, it's and then I start showing them like the possibilities and that really gets them excited. And it really is just like, like okay, uh, now I have a map. So just creating a roadmap and just making it really fun. Like I just, I love simplifying it. I love, you know, the, you know, the strategies are the strategies, but really just simplifying and be like, this is possible and showing you how to make your money work for you. How to make it grow. And like you said, money doesn't grow on trees, but I'm like, it compound does. interest, it does. <laughs> It does. And I'm and like, it actually is paper grown. and it is grown on trees. It's paper. It is. it is from trees. <laughs> it does grow on trees. And then you can make that dollar. Go work for here. Yeah. And grow. And it's going to grow. Like a tree. Yes. <laughs> Money. Well, what a fun I, call BS. I call BS on those lies. Yeah. <laughs> it does grow. It does grow. Magically. It seems it's. It, I, Albert Einstein called it one of the eighth wonders of the world, mm -hmm. compound interest. Mm -hmm. One of the eighth wonders of the world. He said, he said, he who understands it, earns it. He who doesn't, pays it. Mm. Damn, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, Pinky. Oh, this, anybody listening that's like, oh my gosh, uh, this was fun. And I want to work with Pinky because you can create their financial uh, dream map. And I know you'll sit down with them and you can also do it virtually, right? Where can everybody find you? Uh, Instagram, Pinky Sophia, P-I-N-K-Y-S-O-F-I-A. They can find me there. They can uh, schedule an appointment on there. I have my link tree link on there as well. Um, and uh, we are doing a class Saturday, March 20th, uh, The Art of Making Money with Your Money. 
the art of making money with your money. money. Grow on trees. <laughs> it, it grows. It can grow. It can grow without your sleeping and it's growing. So it's like what mom told us, like it doesn't grow. Up. It does. It grows. So it's going to be really fun and really, I'm going to, it's going to be intimate class, uh, maybe about 10 people where we're just going to really scratch the scratch of basic, uh, you know, basic wealth strategies, basic concepts, as well as you'll walk away with a personal, with your financial dream app, which will be personalized just for you, what your goals are, what your dreams are. Like I really dig deeper and not just being like, here's a strategy, here you go. No, 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 no. I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to show you, it doesn't matter where you're at. Whether you have a dollar in your savings account or a thousand dollars in your savings account, it doesn't matter. What matters is just starting. Yes. And um, so, yeah, the possibilities. So I'm really excited about that. And they can find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. I have a couple of videos on there as well where where they can take a look and just kind of get a little bit of a a better feeling of of you know what we do and. Uh, really, I wish there was somebody like me for me <laughs> when I was 20. Yes. Somebody yes. that made it fun, made it yes. simple, was not judgmental, didn't make, didn't sit there and say, stop buying your Starbucks coffee. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do it anyway, right? Yes. Like, yeah, oh, girl. Uh, I, ooh, I'm not going to, yeah, whole... I'm not going to, you still have your pleasures. Yeah. Well, let's. I'm not going to be like, don't do this. Cut this. Cut your Netflix no, off. No, 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 choice. no. Yeah, not, it, girl. Yes. Yes. It's just the same thing with fitness. When you have a trainer that's telling you not to eat this, well, what's going to happen? Ugh. You need to gain the weight off, <laughs> right? So uh, that ain't working because we have Google. We have everything we need to know about fitness and money, and we're still doing it. So something ain't working, right? I call BS on all these lies. So I'm like, let's have these conversations because it's it's not just knowledge right now. It's actually, there's deeper stuff. It's about consciousness and being open and having these conversations. And yeah, thank you, Pinky. I really appreciate you. Like I said, you're one of my, my favorite girls and we will definitely do this again. Please screenshot this episode and tag uh, Pinky Sophia with an F on uh, Instagram and myself and let us know what your takeaway was. What was your big aha? Uh-huh? Yes. Yeah, what question are you taking away? Like a little shift? Because that's how we have fun with money. And tell, and tell us tell us how you feel about money, how you were raised about Ooh. money, and then what you got from, from here. That's what yeah. I want to know. Like your first money memory or whatever. Like yes. we're talking about. We want to hear yours. Yes, girl. I want to hear yours. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much, Joanna. This You're was welcome. amazing. Thank you for having me. Um, this was awesome. I know I can go on forever and talk about. That's why we'll have part two. Yeah, yeah, we have more, more conversations like this. I'm really excited to move forward. Thank you all for listening. Remember to get up, girls. I love you and see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.